Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. We're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. She's back. <laughs> and by she, I mean COVID. <laughs> oh, yes. She comes back stronger than a 90s trend, as Taylor Allison Swift would say. I'm not here for it. I I love it. I'm really, I, <laughs> I've been wanting more COVID in my life. I ke- I kept thinking like, please let this come back. It was such a fun You're go like, around Season the one time. left me guessing. I wasn't sure yes. where it was going. Season two is kind of sleeper. What can season three bring? Exactly. I'm like, season three of Succession was great. Maybe season three of COVID will be great. How are we marking these seasons? Yeah, I don't know. I mean... Uh, honest i guess season one was like march to march and then season two was like this spring when we really thought we were like reaching a new normal and we lived the summer you know shot girl summer we had the fall to make all of our plans and to feel like wow 2022 is going to be our year so I guess my question is, so like, I'm going to say that season one's finale was like Christmas last year, like a cliffhanger. And then, and then season two, like sort of opened up with like the, the shots coming out. Um, so then I feel like right now. This is American Crime Story vaccination status. Right, exactly. <laughs> so now I'm thinking that we are like season two ended with like last thursday and now we're in the beginning of season three i think i think there's a couple weeks in there we have to dedicate to the opening of you know season three episode one um where there's like the early late november early december where people are like there's a new variant and then people divided on like whether it mattered or whether it didn't and so i think season two ended sort of ominously but kind of in this laissez-faire like we're vaxxed and we're out and we're proud and then season three opens with, actually, it's kind of serious. So season two <laughs> is like, season two is like, um, like a main character, aka us being like, oh, the, this variant probably <laughs> isn't anything. And then it's like cuts to a scene of like somebody like coughing blood into yeah. a rag ominously. Yeah. And then like, that's the played back and you're like oh my gosh no season three is gonna be insane yeah and then the opening episode of season three is all is like it's just new york right now yeah yes, it's yes. just lines out of cvs and um it's me at the buzzfeed holiday party coughing. yes <laughs> okay uh we laugh to keep from crying it's uh yeah you know it, it, we've been here like too many episodes. I feel like half our podcast has been in the COVID era. Yeah, truly. That's wild. Uh, yeah. If that's not true, <laughs> we're getting close. Uh, I was planning on going to visit my grandparents for Christmas yeah. in Michigan. And we and I canceled that trip because it's just Look like COVID, COVID is insane here. And yeah. like there's really no reliable way... Because even if I test negative here and getting tests in New York currently is like a nightmare, mm-hmm. I could still get the virus, you know, like 
at the airport on the plane. I could have gotten it like the day before I left and it just Mm -hmm. hasn't um, like shown up on testing yet. And I don't want to give it to my grandparents. So I was like, I guess I'm staying here in New York. So I will just Wow, be look at this character growth. Season one to myself. season three. Uh, your arc is just like glowing, you know? Just rewind like, the tapes. Oh, is COVID even that serious? <laughs> yes, that was for like the first episode. I feel like by episode two, I was on board with COVID. Yeah, maybe like episode three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for it sure. was early in season <laughs> one. And yet we, we are always coming back to me and the Queen's Park being like, everybody's out. Like, I don't think it's that bad. Me and Vanessa Hudgens. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> if only you'd done a live and preserved it for all your fans to see. People um, are gonna yeah. die, okay? So I'll be like, <laughs> maybe 800,000 people. But a lot that's of them the, are gonna be Republicans. So. Yeah, that's the question now is sort of what are the celebrities gonna do if it all goes down again? Like, I it, imagine 2.0. <laughs> yeah. What song choice is next, though? You know? Um. I'm like we can't imagine it anymore. Hope the is, sun will hope come is out <laughs> tomorrow. So you well, Broadway's already closing. Until tomorrow. Yes, that was going to be my lead story. Oh. Was all of the COVID shutdowns because yeah. Charlie XCX canceled her appearance on SNL this week, which I think oh, is wow. fairly unprecedented because I guess like a, too many of her staff either like had COVID or had been exposed or whatever. So she just didn't have like the personnel to put on the show, which I was like, interesting, interesting, but she canceled that Broadway shows are shut down. Although I feel like the Broadway shutdowns are very vague and I can't Mm. tell if they're like, planning on shutting down for a long time if they're like i couldn't tell if they were shutting down because of like wariness of covid or if they were shutting down because like too many members of the staff slash crew had either been exposed or had covid and so like they were sorting that out yeah i yeah it seems like it's a hard you know there's all these like think pieces and hot tweets about like oh is 2020 happening again? Are we facing a new shutdown? But it seems like it's more that there's just this vo- this um, strain has been so <laughs> bad that people are literally getting sick. And that's what's causing this shutdown. Not like a, oh, no, like, you know, shut our doors. We'll, we'll batten down the hatches. We'll figure this out. Like, solidarity <laughs> well supposedly it's <laughs> less the curve. Like, it's less potent than delta it's like not yeah, as serious it's just highly contagious so a lot of people in new york have it but most of the people who i know like either personally or anecdotally have like a cold or at worst yeah. like sort of you know they're tired have lost their sense of taste or whatever but it's not like a lot of people i think are going to the hospital um, at least like generally here in the city, I feel like the bigger threat is that in New York, like 90 some percent of people are vaccinated. Most people or lots of people are, have the booster already. So it's like, I don't think yeah. there's a lot of people at risk of dying. They're just getting sick, but everybody currently is traveling home to see their <sighs> families for the, holiday and that means that everybody's going to be traveling like crisscrossing and taking COVID to other areas where there's a much larger population who aren't vaccinated and could have very serious um you know 
symptoms yeah. if they get the the virus. And because it's so contagious, it seems very likely that they will, especially since a lot of these people aren't wearing masks. They're not, you know, um, uh, taking Social precautions. Yeah. yeah. And also, you can get COVID more than once. So I don't know what the... <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the like um potency is. Right. Like if you if you haven't had the vaccine but you did have covid, you know, once before, will getting this a could this send you back to the hospital or is it like, yeah. oh, well, you were already at the hospital, so you're probably fine for this? I'm not sure. but uh, I know. It's rough. It's rough and there's not like a real you know, there's not like a real uh, useful government response to handling it or getting tests or, you know, uh, the only way they know how to push the vaccine is to have highly popular mainstream <laughs> pop stars do TikToks with the president. It's like, I don't think you're reaching the audience you think you are. You know, there's got to be like a CBS crossover that needs to happen before the Joe bros get invited to the White House again. But yeah. <laughs> You're like, what about the cast of NCIS? <laughs> like, what promo? is young Sheldon doing? Like, right, where is exactly. he when we need him? <laughs> where is he, young Sheldon wearing a mask <laughs> talking about, yes, we should get vaccinated? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's been a bummer of a week for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sort of like, I'm bummed, but I'm also sort of like, okay. Like, uh, I just have a pit of anxiety in my gut. Well, mostly because we were trying to go home to Utah. Yes. So. I think had I been trying to go home, I would be much more anxious. But yeah. since I gave up that dream, I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I don't have any anxiety left for COVID. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, New York is mine. I am I'm, here and I am out and I'm proud. I'm like, we're we're two years into this. The vaccine yeah. is available. Like, if you got the vaccine, you'll probably be okay. If you don't have the vaccine, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, <laughs> there's people who, like, slip through those cracks of, you know, like, oh, they have health conditions that mean that they can't get the vaccine or whatever. Like, yes, I feel terrible for those people. Yeah. But I'm sort of like, in general, I got to move on. <laughs> So moving on is what uh, social distancing and uh, or are you just? I mean, uh, I'm still wearing my mask. I'm still yeah. socially, you know, I'm doing the things. Yeah, but I'm also yeah. like, I cannot be sitting here reading news article after news article, ripping my hair out about this. Well, what if Ali and AJ cancel their 2022 show? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and there will be if that loss. happened. I mean, I did. I, I do have tickets to a. Uh, New Year's Eve party at a gay club in Brooklyn. <laughs> so I think that there's a high likelihood that I could be getting my money back for that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess moving on to other um, celebrity news. Uh, before celebrities start putting their foot in it over COVID stories and whatever else, Ben Affleck was um, was deciding to put his foot in it over other things because he was doing, uh, I honestly don't even know what he was promoting. I can't keep track of what he's doing with his life. But he was um, He's promoting the tender bar, which oh, is a this, movie I don't want to see. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I saw it. It's sort of it's a it's an odd film. That's like could be said about almost any movie he's in. Well, yeah. So he was on Howard Stern, which Howard Stern. I don't know why he's still a thing because every time someone's on Howard Stern, there are bad headlines because Howard Stern's a bad guy, and I think he just brings out the worst in his guests. And Ben Affleck goes on there, and he starts like talking about his. I don't even know his his life story and his sobriety and whatever. And he talks a lot about his first marriage with Jennifer Gardner and how unhappy he was and how that led to his drinking and how 
he stayed in it for so long because the children, even though he was miserable. And it's like, there were some pieces in it that were favorable to Jennifer, but most of it felt like, you know, sad guy blames, if not someone else, at least circumstances for his bad choices. And so all the headlines became, wow, (laughs) Ben Affleck says he was miserable in his marriage. And Ben Affleck says Jennifer Gardner (laughs) drove him to drink. And I I think to be fair to his side of the story, he did not say that. Um, But he didn't show a lot of wisdom or forethought or uh, empathy or clarity or self-awareness in his comments, which were pretty dumb. And so that led him to go on another, I don't know, apology (laughs) where he um, had to explain that he, he made it it made him out to be the worst, most insensitive, stupid, awful guy, he said, which is true. But that that wasn't the full interview. It was sound bites. It was taken out of context, the whole spiel. Um, but his main thing in his redo of the interview was that he didn't want his children to think that he thought negatively of their mom. And it's like, I just, I you know, using the words, oh, I was trapped in a marriage. Oh, I can't leave because of my kids, but I'm not happy. Oh, I have to drink a bottle of scotch and fall asleep on the couch. And that turned out to not be the solution. It's just like, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why celebrities feel the need to share so much, like when it doesn't need to be said. I, it's like, yes, that all makes sense. And I think there's lots of really, like, I don't think those are uncommon sentiments for just people in general. So it's on one hand, it's not that weird that he would be saying these things. And I don't find it that startling, but the shocking part is how celebrities say these things (laughs) that then obviously get picked up and then they're shocked that it happens to them. And it's like Ben Affleck, especially has been in this industry for decades. (laughs) Like he should know that if he says these things, it's going to get back to other people. Like it's going to be a headline. Yeah. It's not well, like and he should it's not know like he was are... casually like talking about this with a friend and right. then they like repeated it to a news source. <laughs> yeah. And you should know people are fairly firmly in the pro Jennifer Gardner camp. Like it's like he has enough bad press to know that maybe he should be, um, I don't know, a little bit more on the defensive, like not giving any sort of grounds for hating him more. So it seems like an easy way to avoid that is to just be like, yeah, that was a tough place to be. We had good years. It ended up, I was in a bad place and I had to get like, I don't know. It's like, just stop trying to frame it as like a story where I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think I'm not like mad at him for saying that. Cause I think he's done a lot dumber things, but it is just like, to your point, why, why are you acting surprised that that didn't go well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very baffling. <laughs> and I just love Jennifer Gardner's like when they first had their divorce, when he was first talking about like, oh, whatever, I got this Phoenix tattoo. She had this great profile where she's like, oh, bless his heart. Like, I refuse to be the ashes. And I just thought that's like, that's a great way to say she never talks about him. She never talks about the marriage. She like preserves that like whatever sanctity of their family and what's left of it and so it's weird that he's like the way to get people on my side is to tell them i hated being married to the person that they they hate me for leaving you know well also it's like i can't imagine 
Jennifer Garner being like a terrible person to be married right. to. You know what I mean? Like I can see scenarios in which she's just not the right person for Ben Affleck yeah. and he's like wants to move on. But it's not like you're going to convince me that ah, she was abusive and drove you to drink and right. a terrible, you know, like I'm sure she was lovely. Yeah. So hmm. um, <laughs> being of celebrities like sort of just, trying to navigate a weird situation. We talked last week about the Golden Globes nominations mm. coming out and uh, sort of like how films or celebrities are going to handle this because the Golden Globes are run by the HFPA, which is sort of like a tainted body at this point. And a lot of Usually when the Golden Globe nominations come out, everyone's so excited. They're so, you know, they're posting about it. There's only been like 10 or so actors who have posted anything about like getting the Golden Globe nomination and being excited about it. (laughs) Yeah, It's very odd. Like, I don't know how this is all going to shake out. It is sort of a weird batch of people, though, who are like, yeah, you know what? Like, this is a good opportunity to for me to thank them, including... Nicole Kidman, <laughs> Cynthia Erivo, Jessica Chastain, Billy Porter, Jamie Dornan. Like, <laughs> like some of those people seem fairly politically conscious or are black people. So it's weird that they would be like excited about the Golden Globe. I don't, it's just it's a it's weird politics that I'm fa- oddly fascinated yeah. by. It's like um, maybe this will work out in their favor and like, you know, the general public's memory is short so i should like keep on their good side type vibes <laughs> they they like acknowledge it but they still don't condone it you know <laughs> yeah it's like no one at this point that i'm aware of has turned down their nomination so it's interesting mm, yeah well if they end up doing any live stream are you gonna watch it <laughs> I mean, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Just some sad people reading off cue cards in it. <laughs> I mean, maybe not if it's that, but if it if there's some kind of like production element yeah. to it, I'll yeah. definitely watch. Um, the the latest gossip, which we usually don't like do gossip like this, but um, John Mulaney we're highbrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is getting into the um uh what's the word? Uh, like speculation. Yeah, yeah. I I don't have all the facts, but I do have some. Dirt. When has that ever stopped us? <laughs> no, no, no. We're very educational. Um, only the most important news. John mm-hmm. Mulaney and Olivia Munn supposedly have welcomed their child. It's it's not been confirmed by either of them, but for some reason, uh, TMZ reported it. And TMZ, you know, they're not like the best news source, but they're usually not far from the truth, from the facts. Yeah. And so they announced that they that they gave birth in in that. Olivia Munn gave birth in late November. And so the reason this is news, one, is because we don't know where they stand in their relationship. Because last the, the last word was that they it didn't seem like all was well in paradise and that maybe they were headed to a breakup. But what's interesting about this is that just last month, in earlier November, Olivia Munn had been like interviewed and people had been saying, uh, you look really pregnant. Like this timeline doesn't make sense. You clearly were together before John Mulaney's divorce. And she said, I just don't want to feed into a narrative that's just not true. So I ignore like I ignore these really specific public signs and actions that completely contradict the false narrative. 
But if she has this, you know, healthy baby in November, uh, uh, babies take nine months to cook, you know? (laughs) Right. And the timeline becomes messy because um, Melanie and his wife announced their divorce publicly in May. And so... You know, that's quite a few months after this uh, pregnancy would have been commenced. (laughs) So now people are like, okay, we got you in a corner. We know that you cheated for a fact, 100%, no questions asked. Like, where's the stand-up bit about this? Good, sir. So do you think, do you think, one, that they'll ever come clean about it? Or two, that they're that they'll announce like, oh well, actually, like, do you think we'll ever find the full truth where it'll turn out to be that yes, he cheated, or no, they'd been broken up a long, a lot longer before they announced their divorce publicly? I feel like that's probably the more likely option. Mm. Really, I mean, you don't think they cheated? I mean, I think that they very well could have cheated, but I find it un—I don't know. I feel like they are smart enough and celebrities. That like this wasn't an unplanned pregnancy. Really? I, fi- I I mean I don't know how many people are having those these days. <laughs> well, maybe people like she has to know. be They're on birth control or something. Like right? Yeah, I mean mistakes happen, and maybe he had it coming. You know? <laughs> I mean yes, but like I don't know. I feel like everybody's that's in- that's in- an interesting point. That's in true. my that's mind, in today's age. Everyone is on birth control until they decide <laughs> that they want to to try to get pregnant, and then they're like, "I'm going off birth control." Well, to birth try control to get isn't a guarantee. I just know to it's be clear. not. I know, I know. So I guess like this could have been an accident, but I f- I feel like it's more likely that they just didn't announce their divorce right away, mm. and so also like a divorce is different than a like whenever they separate. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Um, interesting. I, I feel like the more details that come out, the less great John Mulaney looks. I mean, I think that he very well could have cheated with Olivia Munn. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not sure that they cheated when, I'm not sure that when the baby was made, they were cheating or right. at that <laughs> point they had broken up. Yeah. Will we ever know? Probably not. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're hoping that we'll just forget about it clearly by them not announcing it, but that was the that was the gossip on the on the Twitter dumb today. The hot goss. Yeah. <laughs> um I think that's all the stories I have. I don't really have anything. I know. It, it was a else. It was a slow, a slow news week. Slow week unless you were looking at covid numbers. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> between covid and Spider-Man, which we're going to talk about on the Thursday episode, that was most of my feed. There wasn't yeah. a lot of room for other things. Um yeah. Okay, do you want to talk about Love It or Hate It? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you've heard about this show, but there's this new, well, this newest show on Showtime called Yellow Jackets. I saw an ad for this and I was like, this looks like a good cast that I would like, <laughs> but I didn't watch yes. it. Yes. So I just had been hearing people talk about it on Twitter, like just random people whose opinions I like have been like, OMG, I'm obsessed with Yellow Jackets. And so it is this this show. Um, it's currently airing. It's 10 episodes long and it has been renewed for a second season. So I don't know anything about how the ending plays out, but it's an ongoing show. And um, it's the story about this uh, high school soccer team that crashes in the like, I don't know, Ontario wilderness. And they have like to 
survive through brutal means through like 19 months. And then, and then like the other storyline is them like 20 some years later, as people are trying to sniff around what actually happened when they were, when they were lost in the woods and like, and we're trying to piece together what they did and they're trying to figure out who wants to know. And it's a very, <laughs> so wait, very do we think that they like ate somebody? Oh, or you, you know, immediately that the, it is, it is a graphic, um, dark, grisly, wild first episode. The first episode you can watch for free on Amazon Prime. Um, and then you can sign up for a show to Showtime's link with Amazon Prime for like a free trial for a week. But um, maybe you guys should time it so that it, you, the last episode is in like Jan- mid-January. So anyways, I don't know how I'm going to watch the whole thing. But so they're eating people. Yeah. So basically all you know from like the first bit is that they they have devolved into some sort of like clan system i don't know how it works but yes they are hunting girls and then consuming their flesh in a sort of ceremonial way and you're just piecing together who's doing what how did it get so bad like what are they why did they do this who survived it like all of this sort of mystery of what happened well obviously you have to know who survived it because they're the characters in the main show yeah well, so that's what I thought, but it seems like a few of them have just like gone off the grid or haven't told the other ones where they are. So so we're slowly piecing together the rest of the, you know, so-called team or survivors or whatever. Okay. So you're only introduced to a few at a time basically. And on top of that, it seems like there's I don't know. It's really cool. It's a fun show. It's sort of like it scratches that, you know, the Lord of the Flies itch, but it's also much more dark and like it's like a psychological you drama. You love a, a women, but Lord I of know. the Flies. <laughs> I know. Because I was it's like, like your main this is genre. like better than that show that came out last year or whatever that was really bad but yeah, had a similar the, vibe yeah well and then there was the the show where all the what is it the, all the men die or something yeah Wasn't that, you watch that earlier it's every month there's like it's a new a show that's all women where people are killing each other and yes yeah no one else is watching it but you are but it's great it has christina ritchie uh juliette lewis melanie linsky and then a bunch of like the younger actors who i don't really recognize from anywhere but they're all like really good it's it's really like compelling. It's really well done. It's it's gruesome. There's some really gruesome shots and scenes and whatever, but altogether it's like a very compelling show. Like it's not just like, oh, hashtag girl power. <laughs> it's just like a really interesting wild ride. And so I'm really excited to see where it goes and how they'll sustain it. But it has great reviews. Um, everyone's obsessed with it. It was renewed early because of like the the appeal of it and um both rob and i are a fan so it's not just like a guilty pleasure it's like a really well done show that i recommend for people who can stomach uh <laughs> you know what this is reminding me of or just reminded me that hasn't come back yet is that nazi hunter show that i really liked from like the beginning of the pandemic or i guess it probably came out before the pandemic with al pacino oh was, yeah i loved that show <laughs> That was also really grisly. But whatever. Like, are they doing another season? I need to investigate because it left me on a cliffhanger and I did like it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'd be curious. You know, you have some downtime, some alone time with this holiday season. Why not throw on the... The, the cannibal survivor show. It, it, that it is just true. warms the hearth, you know? It does, <laughs> it does seem like something I would like. Um, another uh, show that, that... Okay, so I will preface this by saying that I am not normally a Real Housewives person. I mm. have never watched these 
shows before, but I have a group of friends who are also into Survivor. So several times now I've gone over to hang out with them to watch the episode of Survivor. And then they want to watch the new episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City (laughs) afterwards. So now I'm hooked on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, mostly because there's this one housewife named Heather who I who I just like feel a kindred spirit to. Like the two of us, I think, are the same human being. Mm-hmm. Um, have you watched this at all? I Being saw it's the, from your yeah. like people. Yeah. So I um I obviously yes, there's a Mormonism element to this, which they're very out oh yes of in the, so in the much premiere. mormon yes and so i was like curious how it was presented because this isn't your usual crew of self-proclaimed mormons so i did watch the premiere um but ultimately it's not like it's like too it doesn't capture my attention but i do continue to follow up on some of the storylines because i'm like what are those girls doing what what are they saying about this <laughs> I'm from so I've kept a little bit uh I've I've been a little bit aware but I did see the first episode (laughs) so the like so where I came into it was this whole plot line in the season two where one of the housewives is um like being investigated by the federal (laughs) government and so there's this scene where they're all on a bus and they're about to go to like a ski resort and then all of a sudden this woman jen shaw gets a like a phone call and she's like oh i have to leave and just like gets off the bus everyone's like where is she going and then like 10 minutes later all of these federal agents just swarm the bus and these housewives are like, what is going on? What's happening? And so then I think a lot of the season is focused on that and the aftermath of that, which is very good television. <laughs> yeah. But but then through, so I sort of started with that and have been moving forward, but then I also went back and have been watching the first season because this isn't the second season now. And I will say that it is very fascinating. And also... <laughs> There's like the the women on it are insane and they're not your usual like housewife type, I guess, because it's like they're in Salt Lake City. So like one of them is a pastor. Like they just have different. It feels like a lower uh, like class kind of. Vibe, yeah, it's a, a little, little bit, bit more new money. Yes. And they're meeting at like, you know, restaurants that look like they could be in Lansing, Michigan. You know, it's like they're nice restaurants, but it's like, okay, this is not, you know, like LA fancy. This is like Salt Lake City fancy. (laughs) And the whole Mormon angle is very interesting to me as well because you have a couple of them who are still Mormons. There's some that like left the Mormon faith. They're They're all talking about, you know, these different things that they had to do. I I find it endlessly entertaining yeah do do you feel like that it's like an accurate representation (laughs) for the most part Elizabeth I I think it's it's strange because when you're in Mormonism you think there's really only one type of Mormon and it's very much like you know modestly dressed never swear never drink never have coffee uh you're you're true blue Mormon as it were um but I think I can't like say they're not Mormon because they identify as Mormon. And so like they, they are for all intents and purposes. Could they go to the temple, the highest place of worship for the Mormons? I don't think so. But if they're still claiming it, then like that's on them, you know, (laughs) happy for them. 
I think there's only the the woman who like, yeah, claims like that she's a Mormon runs the owner, like has right? a yeah has like a tequila <laughs> brand which I'm confused by. But I think the more interesting storylines to me are the ones who like used to be very Mormon who now aren't. And I'm yeah, like yeah. I assume that they were like following all the rules and everything. Yeah. Because they talk about like going to BYU and like, <laughs> oh, I would have gotten kicked out and I had to sign an honor code. Yes. And you know, I was like married for 14 years and then I got a divorce. Like I'm yes. very uh intrigued by them having to sort of like navigate this world where it's like some of their friends and family are still Mormon, but they're yeah, not. But sure. they're, yeah, I'm like, this is this is interesting stuff. Yeah, no, it's it it's it's definitely a different even that, like even what they left is a different side of Mormonism that I ever had, but I see it and it's triggering to me. So I, I think they're like the way she explained, I think at one point in season two, I saw this viral bit on TikTok where she explains like the three degrees of heaven or something or how like there's outer darkness and you can be sent to hell where like Hitler, Hitler isn't in the lowest case of hell in the Mormon doctrine because the lowest anyways <laughs> she explained that and everyone was like what the f and I was like oh yeah I could sit here and I could give you a 20 page thesis about like how this works and what it means and why it's this way so it is interesting to see them do sound bites of these like weird eh, quirky uh <laughs> quirky points of doctrine um so yeah I think that's part of why I couldn't watch it because it was just like it all it felt like a little bit of a like funhouse mirror version of what I grew up with. So I was like, whoa, weird. Well, I'm sure they really are like chopping out the nuance of all yeah. of these things <laughs> for the show. Yeah, no, but uh, reaching a new, a new audience. So uh, happy for them. <laughs> I know my friends were like, now you have to watch Beverly Hills. I was like, I cannot be dragged into more than one of these <laughs> things. Like, absolutely not. I'm already like, there's, I feel like because this is, like peak movie season i basically have only been watching movies for the past you know like month or so i'm so far behind in tv already i'm like i can't i cannot be watching 10 different real housewives franchises like no this is no we gotta yeah, it's we a lot stick with one i and like follow I, people who follow it and it's just like an ongoing like year-long journey for them well and the nice thing about this one is that it's it's only like barely into its second season so i'm yeah. like i can catch up and like know <laughs> what's going on here i'm not going back and watching 16 seasons of <laughs> real housewives of new jersey like no yeah this just goes to show that i think you if you would get into it you could have really enjoyed keeping up with the kardashians I loved Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, I've did? watched a bunch of seasons of that, yes. Oh, okay, okay, good. That's the only one that counts for me. Uh, well, okay, this was great. Uh, provided that neither of us get COVID in the next yes. five minutes, Fingers we will be crossed. recording an episode about the new Spider-Man movie. And yeah, until then, you can follow us on social media. You can leave us a review. We are going to be recording a new Patreon episode about the gay Netflix Christmas movie yes. uh, in the near future, which I still need to watch. And yes, all kinds of fun stuff. And we'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye. <laughs>